Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The COVID-19 vaccine topic is really heating up. Today, Pastor J.D. will begin talking about the possibility of a mandatory vaccine and perhaps even an ID of some sorts that verifies vaccination. Major entertainment and sports venues are considering requiring such an ID even to enter their parks and places of entertainment. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 5th, 2021. Loving Heavenly Father, we, on this Resurrection Sunday, this one day of the year, when the entire world in some measure is cognizant of the Resurrection, We are assembled here together today, joined with those watching online as well today. And Lord, we want to hear what the Spirit would say to us, your church. And so we want to ask you to speak clearly so that we can hear and have ears to hear. And Lord, please, you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, disciplined mind. So Lord, we want to ask you for the Holy Spirit, as only you can, to settle our hearts quiet our minds, and focus our attention so that we can hear you speak into our lives that which you want to say to us today. So Lord, thank you in advance for what you're going to do. Pray your blessing on all those that are here and all those online and especially those who are really struggling, really hurting, riddled with fear and uncertainty and doubt. I pray that today you would settle their hearts. Minister to us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, I'll begin by drawing your attention to a prophecy found in the book of Revelation and the well-known chapter of chapter 13. I'd encourage you to turn there and join with me and kind of be at the ready. Here, John writes about two beasts, one coming from the sea, known as the Antichrist, 
and the other from the earth known as the false prophet. In this prophecy, John describes the Antichrist as a political leader and the false prophet as a religious leader. Now, I'm keenly aware that this might sound like and seem like an oversimplification, but these two leaders work in concert together, one with the other. And in so doing, they are granted all the power and authority, and especially control over every tribe, every tongue, and every nation on earth. And this is during the seven-year tribulation. However, it's the Antichrist that will demand and receive worship under the threat of death for those who refuse. Now join with me beginning in verse 15 of Revelation 13. John, by the Holy Spirit, writes, The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast, so that the image could speak, the image, and cause all who refuse to worship the image to be killed. It also, verse 16, forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, so that they could not, listen, buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast, or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That number is 666. Fast forward to chapter 20, if you would please turn there. I want to read verse 4. Now John in the Revelation is allowed to see at the end of the seven-year tribulation, and he says what he saw in verse 4 of Revelation 20 was, thrones. He says, and I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then, notice the distinction, he delineates here, I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus, and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the millennium, that kingdom age. So what John is writing here is about those who in the seven-year tribulation 
will refuse this mark. And as such, they will refuse to worship the image of the beast and receive this mark, and it will cost them their lives, and they will be martyred. Now, we affectionately refer to these as the tribulation saints, not the bride. The bride of Jesus Christ is raptured prior to the seven-year tribulation. And we see that distinction here in just this one verse, in verse 4 because John is writing about two groups of people. The first is us who sit on this throne and judgment is committed to us. Then he says, in addition to them, I also saw the souls of those who did not worship the beast, the image of the beast, nor did they receive the mark in their foreheads or on their hands. Okay. The reason I wanted to start out this way is because we can surmise from the specificity of this particular prophecy certain conclusions concerning the mark of and the worship of the beast. I would suggest that first and foremost, it would presuppose that there is in place the needed technology in order for this prophecy to be fulfilled. Furthermore, this technology would need to be connected to a global economic system in order to control all financial transactions for everyone on on earth to buy and sell. There has to be a technology in place. I'm personally of the belief that said global technology is no longer near, rather it's already here and even now being instituted. And if you'll kindly allow me to, I need to talk to you about this and specifically how this is happening for the remainder of our time together today. For well nigh one year now, I have taught about the many Bible prophecies and quoted many sources that document this coming one world government, one world economy, and one world religion. I've also presented much in the way of evidence that COVID-19 is the explosive in the controlled demolition of the global economy. Not only was COVID-19 engineered to crash the economy, It's also engineered to collapse governments and unite world religions. I would submit that this is already happening and will ultimately be accomplished under the banner of what's known as the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum. 
the great reset will be just that, a reset. It will be a reset of the global economy by way of cryptocurrency, vis-a-vis blockchain technology, and a subsequent universal basic income, UBI. By the way, parenthetically, let me say, the trillions with a T, dollars. Think about it. Try to count to 10,000. If you're anything like me, and I suspect that you are, I would fall asleep at about, probably today, 350, (laughs) before I even got anywhere close. Just to put it into perspective. Trillions of dollars. This is by design. This is by design. They're going to reset the global economy, and they're crashing it, as one so aptly said it. COVID-19 is the pin that pops the bubble, and it's just a matter of time. And it was all by design. So this is what's coming, a universal basic income where everybody is given a specified amount. This, of course, is subsequent to the reset of the global economy. It's a one-world digital economy. And once the global economy is reset, and the universal basic income implemented, it will be predicated upon what's known as a social credit score system. Now, right about now, this is probably as good of a time as any to just say to you that the enemy does not want you to grasp what it is that I'm talking about today. Whoa, Pastor J.D., it's Resurrection Sunday, dude. Can't you give us a break? No! <laughs> no, thank you. You guys are so gracious. I'm telling you right now, we live in a world, I mean, it, yeah. it's already here. You know, it was probably, I don't know how long ago now, it's all a blur. I was talking about this and saying, it's coming. I can't say that anymore. It's not coming anymore. It's already here now. Okay, what is this? Well, God's given you an intellect. You have a God-given intellect to be able, listen, let me say it like this. If I can understand this, I promise you, you can understand this. I am not the sharpest knife in the kitchen drawer. I barely graduated high school, not proud of that, not being disrespectful for those that have furthered their education, but I graduated high school by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Literally, actually, that's not hyperbole. In other words, if I can grasp this, so can you, okay? 
So don't let the enemy start getting your mind to wander and like, whoa, this is way over my head. It better not be way over your head because it's coming to a head. All right, let's talk about these social credit scores. What is that? Well, you know how you have a credit you're, uh, to be able to buy? You have to have a credit score in order to qualify for a loan? Well, that's what this is, only it's not a credit score to get a loan. It is a credit score to get anything. And it's a social credit score that is determined by one's compliance with and acceptance of the global governance and requirements. And one's compliance will be monitored by artificial intelligence, AI, and mass surveillance. And then it will be enforced by way of a digital identification. This digital identification is the verification and authentication used to determine one's vaccination. Are you with me? It gets worse. If one has not received a vaccination, their social credit score will drop and they will be penalized, rendering them unable to buy, to make purchases, even to gain entry into businesses. Now, lest you write this off as science fiction or conspiracy theory, let me hasten to say that it's already here by way of a vaccine passport. Actually, the first vaccine passport in the United States came to New York two days ago on Friday, and it's known as the Excelsior Pass. Back on Friday, March 26th, the New York Post published a report saying, quote, the program dubbed the Excelsior Pass is an app that will allow New Yorkers to prove their vaccination status or recent history of a negative COVID-19 test. Hang on to that. I want to come back to that. Because right now it's or. In order to gain entry to events and businesses, Governor Cuomo announced in a news release Friday. Similar to a mobile airline boarding pass, individuals will be able to either print out their passes or store it on their smartphones using the Excelsior Pass wallet app. That should trigger those of you that are familiar with cryptocurrency. This is a digital wallet. Each pass will have a secure QR code. They're already getting us conditioned and programmed for this QR code. 
a secure QR code which participating businesses and venues can scan using a companion app to verify proof of COVID-19 negative test results or proof of vaccination. Major venues such as Madison Square Garden and the Times Union Center in Albany will begin using the app on April 2nd. That was Friday. Excelsior Pass will expand to smaller arts, entertainment, and event venues, Cuomo's office said. The app, launched after two pilot demonstrations held in recent weeks, will use, listen, blockchain technology and encryption to ensure the health information is stored securely. Yeah, right. Oh, come on, Pastor, this is New York. Well, aloha. According to Travel Pulse, a vaccine passport may be coming to Hawaii as early as next month, mid-May. Here's a quote. Government officials in Hawaii aren't speaking, not on the record anyway, but a vaccine passport to visit the state could be ready by May and announced as soon as this week, according to the Honolulu Civil Beat. Unofficially, the publication says there are signs that a passport is on the way. Lieutenant Governor Josh Green, who serves as the state's COVID-19 liaison and who helped develop a program that lets people skip a 10-day quarantine by getting a negative test, said that while there's, quote, no official date, he thinks a vaccine passport for travelers to Hawaii could be in place by May 15th. Common Pass, the firm working to develop Hawaii's passport, said in an email to the Civil Beat that, quote, we have some news that corresponds to your query going out next week. Common Pass is one of several entities, including the International Air Transportation Association, that are developing vaccine passports that would prove that the person carrying the document had been vaccinated. Translated, if you haven't, you can't do anything. You can't go anywhere. You can't buy anything. And you certainly can't come to the islands. Common Pass. Should be noted that Common Pass vaccine passports come from none other than the World Economic Forum and is the key component to the aforementioned Great Reset. For those who are interested, we talked about these vaccine passports and the prophecy update back on February 21st titled coming soon. We have all of the links online and for those of you here you can go to the website and all of these links are provided. 
Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.